singing, fighting over rings against won't be the king, but long little cheek for a little old thing, little boys bang bang. Long little cheek, chicken fighting over rings against won't be the king, but long little cheek. Yeah, watch pretty mama while I slay my king. Long little cheek, uh. It's the Lifestyle Show that gives you life. This, that, and the third on UDM Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Calvin King the third and Reese PC. Hey y'all, it's your girl, Miss Reese, of course, and you're now tuned in to another episode of This, That, and the Third on Urban Broadcast Media each and every Friday night at 8 o'clock. So unfortunately, your girl is starting to show off by herself. That is okay. We got a special guest in the studio tonight. Um, and so we're going to shout out our sponsors, Twin Media Group, of course, and Free Lunch Academy. And salute to our executive producers of the show, Pyramid Marketing Solutions, LLC. So this week, we got a special guest, uh, GLC, also known as Leonard Harris. And we're going to bring him on in a little bit. But we're going to talk about the musical theme for last week. So I'm sure none of y'all guessed what it was. But I'm going to run down the list real quick. We started off with Ain't No Nigga Like The One I Got featuring Foxy Brown, Dead Presidents, Dirt Off Your Shoulders, Encore, Feeling It, Hard Knock Life, Niggas in Paris featuring Kanye West, 99 Problems, and Sunshine featuring Foxy Brown and Babyface. Does anybody know? Damo, you going to help me out. What What's the musical thing? You don't know? Okay. All tracks by Hove. Classic Jay-Z joint. So... This year we not this year, my bad. This week we got a new theme, and uh, y'all hit us up on the Facebook page. Hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, this, that, and the third. We're starting the YouTube page. Subscribe to the podcast. Each time you miss us here on Open Broadcast Media Friday nights at eight, just search on iTunes and SoundCloud, this, that, and the third, and subscribe, y'all. Review us. Let us know what y'all think. Let us know what y'all think about the show and what y'all want to hear. What topics y'all want us to talk about? Okay. So. Weekend review. My week was good. All this week, basically, we've been um, covering the 47th annual Push Convention. That's been uh, downtown at the Hilton Chicago. <coughs> we have the uh, youth out there. Come on, Alvin. What you want to say about the 46th? It's not the 47th. It's the 46th. It's plastered all over the place. It's plastered all over the place. 47th, because that's what we've been saying all week long. Uh, trust me, it's the 46th. So they had the uh, 46th. Um, annual push convention downtown at the Hilton Chicago um, it started on Wednesday the 12th and it ends tomorrow it's wrapping up uh, with the breakfast with uh, Senator Bernie Sanders so Alvin you've been there with us how how has it been going for you oh my goodness you want to talk about some heavy hitters of the civil rights movement of social justice and as of late economic investment I had a chance to check out the first two days of the event mm-hmm. um Ayanda Diodlo, the Minister of Communications for South Africa. Now, that's the woman you need to know because she was talking about in the investment in Af- the African Continent Seminar on day one, how South Africa has become a big player in not only its own economic comeback, but in trying to help Africa as a continent economically come back because of the rich resources yeah. that the continent has. And I mean, everything your heart desires. Trust me. Uh, Blood Diamonds, that remix by by Kanye West, Diamonds Are Forever, that ain't no joke. It, it is definitely what that is. 
so 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 what South Africa is doing, this is according to uh, Man of the Odo, is that you know they're taking the economic principles that they've been able to cultivate themselves and help out Nigeria, help out Egypt, help out Sierra Leone, help out Cote d'Ivoire, all over the continent. And it is indeed uh, one of those things that I have to say, especially when they said that they are inviting african-american businesses uh-huh. to be a part of this yeah that's huge yeah i know it was it was a really big panel um today you missed today the lunch they had a women's international luncheon so i mean they had a lot of different women speakers the the room was actually packed wall to wall compared to the minister's luncheon on yesterday it was way packed today uh with a lot of different women a lot of different people in the house and actually r kelly was there Kels? Yeah, he was. Oh my God! <laughs> See, nah, nah, I'm, I'm gonna leave that man alone. Look, and we tried to get an interview, and uh, in the midst of that happening, uh, like a swarm of women just came out. Oh trying my to God! Kelsey. See, <laughs> that's Kels. Right. Everybody loves our Kelly. Plus, he has a concert here this weekend um, in uh, Maryville, Indiana. Oh, that's what it is. Oh, check this out. Guess who was here on day two? We were talking about the, you talk about the minister's luncheon, right? Reverend Al Sharpton came through. Yeah, he and was there. He definitely is the thin thing he is now. Yeah, he he. <laughs> but 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 even bigger than that, the legendary Andrew Young Jr. came through. Yeah, yeah, there too. To see this man in person and to hear his walk in the civil rights movement, taking it all the way back to the 1940s, that lets you know. How much skin in the game he has? Right, right. It was, it was just, uh, it was a good event. You know, like I said, they still have one more day, um, but it was just a lot of, a lot of knowledge, a lot of wisdom um, over the last few days, and all in the same building. So oh, it was good. Oh, shouts out to all the young people that were a part of the Tech Expo too. Yeah. So look. So let me tell you. I'm gonna talk to my guest right now, even though I haven't introduced him. But this Tech Expo, these young men. Um, the ages from 7 to 14 have invented an app. So during the summer, because they don't have the uh, safe passage, you know, people out helping the kids get around, they've invented an app so that they can determine the hot spots of the areas with high gun violence on Google, on Google Maps. So they can plan out their route to where they need to go on a day-to-day basis. I thought that was dope. That was awesome. I would use the app. I mean, and I would recommend that anybody, especially kids, use the app during the summer. Absolutely. Yeah, that was awesome. So, yeah, if you haven't checked out the Push Convention, check out uh, Urban Broadcast Media Facebook page. We live streamed it. We put a couple videos up. um, And I think it will be airing at some point on some station. I'm not sure. But I'll let y'all know. So next, I'm going to move right along and introduce our special guest we have in the building. Now... I'm new to him, okay? So I know Chicagoland area probably knows more about him than I do. But um, I was introduced to him when he was on the show called Image Makers, uh, hosted by Domati Pongo. And uh, I just learned so much about this gentleman. Uh, but just to give y'all a little background, you know, he was signed to Kanye West's good music label, featured in Spaceship from the West album, uh, The College Dropout. Drive Slow from Late Registration, both which are Grammy Award winning albums. And so he's Chicago's own. Y'all give it up for none other than GLC, Leonard Harris. Ism. It's me. What's up, y'all? How you doing? I'm doing black tastic, sister. How you? Good, good. I love like all the all the words you use. Yeah, I'm honored. <laughs> if I could do something that you love, I mean, I'm doing the right thing. Good, good. I'm on the right track. 
Well, you know, I wanted you to come because I was just so just amazed and kind of interested in all the stuff that you had done and the things that you were talking about uh, with Doma T on, on Image Makers. Um, so I just want to jump right into it. You know, we know about your history with Kanye West, but I want to know, are you working on any new projects? Like, what do you have going on now? Oh, yeah. Like, the stuff I did with Kanye, that was a long time ago. Since since working with Kanye, I've worked with uh, Kendrick Lamar. Uh, just got another gold plaque, like, two months ago. For really? The Section 80 album. Okay. I was on this song called Poe Man's Dream. Uh, I, I'm the first artist that Bruce Springsteen had ever cleared a sample for in the mm. hip-hop community. I brought this group called Man for Man out of retirement. I brought Sir Mix a lot out of retirement. I got like seven records with the legendary Bun B, mm. Crucial Conflict, John Legend, Twister, uh, Chance the Rapper, Big Mesa. Uh, man, so many artists. Yeah. Right, right, <laughs> yeah. right. So the, the most recent project is the one with Kendrick Lamar. Well, nah, the most recent project is uh, I just did the intro for this phenomenal producer. His name is uh, Mano, Million Dollar Mano. Okay, yep, I heard and of him. And he uh, produced a lot of, well, three joints for the weekend. And one of them went like seven times platinum. Mm. So he got an album coming out, and uh, I'm featured on the intro for that album. Okay. Uh, I got an album coming out. It got, really? Where? Oh, it's coming out like next month. It's called A Book of Saintism. And I got uh, Wiz Khalifa on it, Raekwon from the Wu-Tang Clan, BJ the Chicago Kid, uh, a lot of production from one of Chicago's own, XL, okay. uh, Million Dollar Mano, he's on there. Okay. Uh, man, we got some magic in the works, baby. Right, so you busy. Oh, yeah, definitely. Are you busy. Well, I wish you would have, you know, sent me something we could have played it. You know, you hear the music in the background. Oh, don't worry, we'll get to it. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. I, I ain't going nowhere. So, Whenever um. you call, I'm going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. So I do remember you t also talking to uh, Domati a while back, and we didn't really get to get into it, but your web series. Yeah. You wrote it, produced it, filmed it. Yeah. Tell me about that. I got a web series called Honored Society. Uh, we are filming the second season of it now, mm -hmm. uh, and I recently partnered with Damon Dash, and uh, we're working on uh, finding a proper outlet to distribute it. Okay. So uh, we should be done shooting season two within a month and then be ready to drop everything around the time I release my new album because it uh, features a lot of Chicago artists and uh, notables from the community in the series, but it also features music that is available on my new project. So it's like oh, a marketing tool. Right, right. Well, of yeah. course, you should put your music in your web series, you know, get your stuff out there. Yes, ma'am. So what is the series about? Can you just... Yeah, well, the series is pretty much about uh, growing and developing as a man, like coming from like the background that, you know, in Chicago, not only in Chicago, but all, all over the world, most great fortunes, behind every great fortune lies a great crime at some point. Like you look at the Kennedy family mm -hmm. and you say they are multimillionaires every time a kid in the, excuse me, a kid in the Kennedy family turns 18, they get a million dollars in their account. But nobody talks about how the dude that was the, you know, the man of the family was uh, Kennedy's father, and he was a bootlegger. He sold illegal liquor, mm. and he made millions doing it. And he also ran the stock market here in Chicago. And he was also friends with Sam Giacana, who was the head of the Chicago outfit after Al Capone. Mm. And what he did was he went to Giacana, and he said, hey, man, I need my son to be president. Can you help me? He said, yeah, I can help you. What's up? Uh, if I do that, y'all gonna have to lay off the mob. You know what I'm saying? Like, act like we don't exist. Right. The father agreed to that. But 
Robert Kennedy, who was the brother of right. John F., he wasn't having it. Yeah. He was like, no, nah, the mob got to go down and this and that. And they both ended up dead. Wow. See what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you started off with one thing and you just gave me a quick history lesson. Well, yeah, because my show, it basically tells the story of how from the streets and uh, the background of coming up in a street organization or what some would call a gang, you can learn valuable lessons that you can apply to the real world. Right, And if right. you apply these lessons properly, man, you can truly grow and develop and be on a road to prosperity and going legit. And that's basically what the show entails. And that makes so much sense. And I think the more young people see that, they can apply their everyday struggle or whatever they're doing and put it towards something positive or whatever they may want to do. Absolutely, because, see, in, in hip-hop, although I am of the culture, I notice a lot of times guys become millionaires. Like, you look at the great Tupac Shakur. He was on and popping. He was a superstar. Mm -hmm. But, see, for us, we don't want to be... Uh, like we start off in gangs We join gangs when we're kids right. Because this is like a, a social group And we become a part of it It's based upon the environment you live in It's based upon not having a parent Or father in the household And you're looking for something to belong to Something to show you what manhood right. is So you embrace that mm -hmm. Now with that being said You learn a lot of positive things But due to the fact that the guys that might be The head of the organization in your local community they, they might use it for their benefit as opposed to the benefit of the organization. So you might get sent off along the way. Right. Now, with that being said, your goal is always to grow and develop from that point. You're not being in a gang to be in a gang forever. Forever. You, right. You're in the street so that you can buy businesses. Have some goals with that. Get right? out. Yeah. Get out and yeah. raise your family and <laughs> right. help build up the hood. Right. Not be a millionaire and then join a gang. Like, to me, that's, that's backwards. backwards. That's extremely backwards <laughs> yeah. because it's like, man, you there. You at the point where all the gang members wish that they could get to. And you've made it there, but now you want to move backwards and come back to this to gang this. thing. Yeah. I think that's ridiculous. I think that once a brother makes it to a point where he has truly grown and developed, it is his uh, duty to uplift all the brothers and sisters of the community in some shape, form, or fashion. I agree. Yeah, because as kids, we learn through social learning theory. We yep. learn through like actions and the things that Seeing we see. Seeing others do. Yep. Yeah. So if you can, if you want change in the community, then you have to be the change that you wish Wanna to see. see. That's how I feel. Oh, that was so. When you just said that, that's like hard to accept because it's hard. We always say we want change, we want this, we want that. But do we really want to do the work that it takes to get that? Got to do the work. Now, that's that's a good question, a, a good statement that you that you just uh, laid down for the people. Because, yeah, everybody wants to make it to the promised land, but they don't want to go through the swamp or the, the, the wilderness in order to get they there. They struggle to get there, yeah. Yeah, because you got to mm -hmm. do the work. People say that you can... Um, you know, speak things into existence, but that's only half the story. You still must do the work, the work. that comes behind the work. <laughs> right, because, you know, some folks would just be speaking, well, Lord, bless me with this. Nah. I spoke it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm going to get it. Yeah. No, no, no. Did you do anything? Yeah. No, I didn't. Yeah. I you mean, know. Yeah, I agree with you. And I don't think that's the way the game go. I think, I know because I'm a living testament. I grew up on 87th in May. Right, Inglewood. Well, this is... 
Arvin Gresham. Where, yeah. I was born in Inglewood. Inglewood, okay. And Arvin Gresham is the neighboring community to Inglewood. Mm-hmm. So I was born in Inglewood, and eventually, you know, uh, my family lived down the street in Arvin <laughs> Gresham. So with that being said, uh, I grew up in an area that was called Georgetown. It was named Georgetown after one of the guys that had been murdered due to genocide mm-hmm. or what the media would call gang violence, you know? And um, we were in the middle of several different gangs. None of them was what we was, though. It was Stones and it was Vice Lords. We mm-hmm. was GDs and we were surrounded by these guys. And with that being said, we wasted a lot of our childhood because we was looking at them as opposition because their hats was turned to a different side than us. So it was a lot of uh, gang wars and things of that nature. But now as an adult, I see some of those guys and they some of the coolest guys on what? the planet. They doing good in life. I'm doing good in life. Just imagine if we would have embraced that yeah, as kids. You would have had a lifelong friend by now. Man, we would have did some phenomenal things. Yeah, you could have built together, you know what I'm saying? Everything. So Absolutely. That that is so true. A lot of and I think that happens as a female, you deal with a lot of that stuff just in general going through life. Tell me what you deal with as a female. Yeah. <laughs> Let me hear this. Cause I know, I know it's tough, but I, I wanna hear. <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> you put me on the spot, y'all. Well, you know, growing up in elementary school, you know, just a lot of, bu- they call it bullying now. Back then, it was just, girls was just jealous for whatever reason. Oh, because you fine. <laughs> oh, they was jealous. Oh, because you fine. Reason. They was being a little tough on her. Okay. <laughs> a little tough. They were mean. They were mean. Girls were mean. I like, I'm so glad I don't have a daughter because yeah. I just don't understand it. But my mom told me one thing. She said... Those same girls gonna grow up to be women, and they don't change. Wow. She said, and they usually are a reflection of their mothers. Absolutely. So a lot of times, I I went to St. Gelatius. They tore it down. It was right across the street from Mount Carmel. That sounds like a player school. St. Gelatius. Ah! <laughs> sounds like a player name. <laughs> it was on 63rd and Blackstone. Okay. And uh, a lot of the girls that I went to school with, my aunts and parents knew their moms. They grew up in the gardens. Okay. So it was like... Yeah, we knew their parents. You know, it, it, it just made sense. And as I got older, I would see that. Mm-hmm. Like, my mom was right. They don't, it don't change. Wow. So, you know. Well, well I think that's a case of, uh, as I said, social learning theory. Um, if you, like, I tell guys this, like, relationship-wise, they'll meet, they meet a young lady, and they probably, like, both 30 years old. Mm-hmm. Or in their, like, middle 20s or whatever. And they'll be like, yo, I'm going to mold her into what she should be and this and that. But brother, you set yourself up for destruction because for real. you're going up against two and a half to three decades of her being misled. And she don't know she being misled. Her mama don't know that she misleading her because she was misled Led by her herself. mama. Yep. Yeah, so we have to find a way just due to the fact that right now, with cell phones and the internet, we got the world in the palm of our hands. Back then, there was an excuse. You could say, I don't know. And that was perfectly acceptable. Yeah. But that's rarely acceptable now because anything you want to know about... It's right there. It's right there. All you got to do is twiddle your thumbs. Yeah. And you can find it, literally. Absolutely. Literally. So that's 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 dope. Um, let's no, you dope. You dope. Yeah. She oh, dope. I got a compliment from GLC, y'all. <laughs> she dope. <laughs> It ain't me, it's her. She uh, yeah. I also, you know, tell everybody about how you came about designing the Inglewood sign. Oh, man. Uh, I had done some work with uh, 
this Inglewood organization called Teamwork Inglewood. Okay. I had did some video editing work as well as some graphic work for mm -hmm. them. And I was working with this young lady by the name of Rashana Baldwin. She has her own uh, marketing firm called the Baldwin Group. Okay. She also works with uh, Neighborhood Housing Services. So they had a meeting, like a town hall meeting, and uh, they came up with the idea that, yo, we need to do a sign for the community. Yeah. Because when you go to Beverly, or you go to Hyde Park, or you go to really nice neighborhoods, you see, see welcome to here. Yep. I was in Hyde Park yesterday, and on 53rd and Harper, Right at the corner, it's signs saying downtown. Downtown, yep. I'm like, wow, this <laughs> made me feel like, man, I'm in heaven. I'm in downtown Hell Park. Look at me, you know. So we was like, man, look at the joy that that brings and the hope that it brings people and the sense of accountability, belonging, on ownership, you know. Uh, we was like, yo, we need one of those in Inglewood. So I was reached out to by her and Neighborhood Housing Services, and they was like, yo, we having this contest for Inglewood sign. We really need to get this done. Uh, you should enter it. Now, I had never done a landmark sign mm -hmm. in my life. You know, I was just chilling. I right. was like, all right, cool. So I came up with a design. I submitted it. Uh, they went to like different churches, different community groups. And with that being said, uh, I messed around and won. I won the competition. Mm. So when I won the competition, they was like, yo, we really want to use your sign. Next thing you know, I finished the design. Nine months later, they got the permits from the city and the community was all for it, the aldermen, the police, everybody. And now I got to sign the yeah. yeah, that's what's up. You know, you always wonder, like, how do people come about doing stuff like that? Yeah. So that's that's why I definitely wanted to ask you that. But that's that was a dope opportunity. Man, it was a dope opportunity, but more so than that, it was extremely rewarding because I'm sitting there chilling. Uh, being interviewed by Revolt TV at the sign, mm -hmm. and there are people stopping, getting out their car, walking up to me, just wanting to touch me and feel me and be like, you did this, oh my God. Yeah. There was a young lady that got out crying, talking about, I've never seen nothing like this before. I was like, wow, this is amazing. Yeah. And I say, so how does this make you feel? She said, it gives me hope. hope. And that's what the goal was. Mm. Yeah, because see, behind hope, as long as you apply a little effort, then you can get results. Yeah. That's the bottom line. Yeah, yeah. Well, you are, <laughs> wow. You all are listening to This, That, and the Third on UBM uh, Radio, your station for talk, music, and faith. And of course, okay, my co-host do has man. decided to show up. Please don't Mr. do that. Mr. Calvin Leroy the King the I, Third. I, I, apologies okay. for my time. Okay. But, but he was slow being clap. he was being look, let's slow clap him in. Come on. Slow clap him in. Slow clap him in. But he was being father of the year. Come on. Okay. I did not know Spider-Man was a two hour dream. That, that's why you look before you. We went at six. Yeah. We went at six, bro. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to get in, get out. I'll be pulling up at like 10 till. <laughs> no, boy. Not the 201. case. 201. And we ain't even finished the whole joint. Oh yeah, yeah so okay. We don't know, we don't well, know who won. You were being, you were being. <laughs> I don't know who won. G, so my bad for being late, brother. Nope, you were being and a pleasure good Pleasure to have you on the show, man. Oh man, it's my pleasure to be here. Bro. So I was walking into something deep, which I was talking about. Yeah, you know he did the Inglewood sign. You didn't know that? Nah, I didn't. He did the Welcome to Inglewood sign. Yeah. Oh. He designed it. Well, 
God dang. You're yeah. an artist more than just a... A, 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 a visual. Yeah, you're a visual artist as well as a musical artist, huh? Yeah, I'm a creator. Creator. Yeah. He has an right album right coming out next month. Excuse me. With his web series, season two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember you was hyping up the web series. So yeah. what? tell me about... Did y'all already talk about the web series? Yeah, we did. Uh, you missed it. But you I'm know what you, 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 know what you do? You can tune in to iTunes, to SoundCloud. <laughs> Subscribe to the podcast. This, that, and the third on Urban Broadcast Media. Each and every Friday night at 8 o'clock. So... So, Straight like that. we're going to keep it moving and move on to entertainment. Okay, okay. So, you know, it was my boy's birthday. Um, it was like last week, though. We missed it. Uh, Kevin Hart, Mr. Instagram, Mr. Social Media King. Um, I follow him. He is funny. funny. I, I, and this is why I like Kevin Hart. I like him because he makes me feel like I'm there with him. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like when I'm working out, we working out together. I'm laughing at his friends. He laughing at mine. You know what I mean? And I, I can work out with y'all too. I can work out with y'all too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, I really, I love that about him. He just, he makes you feel like he makes his fans feel like they're a part of his journey, yeah. and I appreciate that. And um, I think he uses his social media well. I think he has really capitalized on this social media thing, and that has just really pushed him. To the next level, but is it him? Is it him or his team? Because he got a dope team, like he the does Plastic Cup Boys, and then just his marketing but, is crazy. But he is on his social media. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. him Snapchatting all day, every day. It, it's him that's doing a lot of that. Yeah. But yeah, and also if it is his team, you gotta be a wise man and put together a good, a good team. team. Yeah, because yeah. your team is just a reflection of you. Yeah. 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 So, um, shout out to Kevin Hart. I know he had a good birthday. He's actually sick right now. That's what he was saying on his snap today. Man, get well soon, little homie. But you were saying he has a new digital channel. Yeah, LOL TV. So oh, that's yeah, amazing. Yeah, something like, I don't know if you would compare it to like Hulu or anything like that. Okay. Or maybe just YouTube. I don't know. But I saw a little clip. You know how they do the lift? Yeah. And they fake, they, they get costumes on and they act like they're not who they are. Mm-hmm. This dude was an old, old, old man driving around, picked some lady up in his lift, and then was like, man, I'm sorry, I got the bubble guts. Can you just mind if I just pull over right quick? <laughs> he pulled over to the gas station. The gas station attendant like, nope, not again, man. You here every day with this BS. Who out the man? So he was like, all right, all right. So he's driving through the community. Trying to find somewhere to just unload. He goes to the last person he dropped off's crib. It was like, bro, you remember me from earlier? Can I please just do number two in your bathroom? The most funny thing I've seen all week, Z. So, Kevin Hart is just, I don't know, he called to me, man. Like, a lot of people... I think a lot of people have a misconception of him because that success, you know what I'm saying, when you don't have it, how he got it, you kind of feel a disconnect yeah. and like flames in the background of your stand up. You know, people just like, oh, he's too Hollywood with it. I'm like, what else he going to be at this point? Yeah. And I've been a Kevin Hart fan since Paper Soldiers. Paper see? Soldiers, yeah. That's yeah. like my favorite Kevin Hart movie yeah. because it was like Kevin Hart in the Raw. Yep. But uh, even to this day, I was just at the at the show, he got Jumanji coming out yep. with The Rock. Yeah. Like, I just like his portfolio. He's working. Man. I just like his portfolio. He's working. Yeah. You can't be mad at that. Can't be. I mean, you can be, but you're a hater. I'm just saying. <laughs> right. I'm just saying. So, next, we're going to talk about uh, Rob Kardashian versus Black yeah, What's the update there, man? Because last week, we were saying they was going at each other, and really, he was exposing her with the news. She was liking them, so she can't really do a, a case for right. defamation of character. But she li- liking the pictures, but... She was on Good Morning America. Did y'all see that? I saw that. I couldn't believe it. I was like, is this 
We don't have nothing else to talk about. We right. on Good Morning America yeah. talking well, about that. Just simply means she got a good publicist. Straight somebody up. put her on it. Somebody had the bag. They paid. Right. Oh my god. So he know. He know how to get to yeah, it. That's yeah. and, and the thing <laughs> with her, and, and the thing with her. A lot of people they they be like, oh man, I can't believe her and this and that. Man, pimping ain't no illusion, but it can always cause confusion. You no. know what I'm saying? Thing is, she she she. <laughs> Say that slow. That's that ism. Say that That's slow. That Say that again. I, I, I said pimping ain't no illusion, but it can often cause confusion. Mm. You know what I'm Excuse saying? Me. So the thing is, man, she saw a simp that was just ready to be victim. She hit him like a sweet lick. That's yeah. what she was supposed to do. Yeah. She already showcased what she did. She showcased her potential. She showcased yeah. the way that she moved, and you fell for it. But I think that at the end of the day, if you get with somebody like that, and no disrespect when I say somebody like that, like somebody that is very outward with their sexuality, somebody right. that's just on that. So Amber Rose, for example. You, I mean, a Rob Kardashian is looking at a black China like, well, I'm the lowest on the totem pole of the Kardashians. She's a come up for me. Yeah. True? Because who was his girlfriend before that? We don't Adrian, know. Adrian, Adrian from The Real. Okay, before that. No, nobody. Right, but you if know, you look at his sisters, he, he you was know, in all, love. He got hurt. Nah, it took him nah, some time. Nah, nah. He, I, I feel like, and this is just my personal opinion. I yeah. think that he was trying to come up off her, off her clout, yeah. and it, it got it backfired, or they came up off each other. Yeah, to me, I agree with that wholeheartedly. My thing is, man, it's very difficult to date a woman that's in the industry that don't got mileage. Right, <laughs> they have people be having mileage, man, because it's, know, the it's industry so is like high school. You know, know what I'm saying? So my thing Lies. is, you just gotta know what you're getting into, and yeah. then once you get into it, you get what you asked for. Mm-hmm. How could you? Be upset about it, straight like you that. know. And the thing is, you look um, of the Kardashians and how all her daughters was hitting licks, and right. the licks was like black men. Oh, they yeah. was helping yeah. elevate their fame. Yeah. Yeah. So what is it that her daughter get vicked by a black woman? Mm. It's karma. What you put out into the universe, that's it's what you get come back. back. Straight like yeah, that. Yeah, and that's her baby. And I, yeah. but I kind of look at it like uh, they should be a little bit more wise. If that's your claim to fame, if that's how y'all get it, it shouldn't really happen to you, right? Yeah. But at the same time. Speaking of people that kind of know better, Nas and Nikki are together. Now Nikki, Nikki got bodies. Obviously, everybody got bodies, whatever. and her resume is not looking too good in terms of the Safari, the Meek, the whatever else you want to be associated with. But Nas, how, right. could, how could you be surprised? Nas has a baby with Khalees. Khalees, and that was the only re- point of reference that I had to be like, well, maybe you know what I'm saying. Khalees got it a, like he wouldn't want Khalees that type got of attention. Malice in New York, yeah. really? Like people, like a okay. Lot of see, I didn't know that about Khalees, right? So I yeah, like Khalees, like, hey. but I still felt like Khalees didn't have no substance, and I just felt like Nas. Should be with somebody with a little more substance. I think I he know. liked them types, though. I, uh, no, I mean, until he stay on. But yeah. Khalees, you know what I'm saying? Was my milkshake? That was close to Nikki. He was close to Nikki before Nikki was Nikki. No, I mean Kim. I mean he wasn't gonna date Kim, but yeah. Khalees was kind of she really? was popping. She was hot. She was kind of hot. She was popping. She was up there. Uh, <laughs> also in entertainment, uh, Amber Rose and Twenty One Savage. Okay, baby so girl, I, you make me better. Look, so I saw an article. One, yeah, he was really. He was like, I do different things because. Of her, we yeah. do fun stuff. We take long walks in the park. He likes like that. He juices. He but really look, like, yeah. yeah, he juices. He's a vegan. Look, <laughs> he's doing all types of stuff. But get this, uh, yeah. Wiz Khalifa was like, "I'm happy for him." Yeah, I'm happy for him. But then Ye said that about Wiz. The only nigga I got respect for is Wiz. When it was Wiz turn to be with her, so it seemed like whoever used to have her don't really be missing her. Well, it seemed like Amber's just that cool chick. They could yeah. just yeah, even split and yeah. we move out. Yeah. 
Man, I seen Amber have a guy who never smoked cigarettes in his life smoking cigarettes with Amber. Amber got that voodoo. Yeah. It's like if you get an Amber pants. She got that Erica yeah. Badu. Oh man, yeah. that's gonna do something. Erica Badu. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, you get an Amber pants, you gonna be in the train. Ain't no shade. Ain't no shade. And then Amber Rose was the first female on drink uh drink champs with Nori. Held her own, you know what I'm saying? Did y'all see that episode by chance? No, I haven't watched it. I, I saw pieces and stuff of like, it. Yeah, we were talking some good stuff, you know, talking about how she founded the slut walk and again, just how Amber she's her sexuality. Is not a, a weak or timid person. Nah. Like just in front from the few interviews I've seen her on, she can hold her own. She's pretty aggressive. Okay. Which I I kinda like that about her. Yeah. Man, right. what I don't understand is it's a lot of people that be talking down on these women that be breaking simps. Yeah. You're supposed to break a simp down like a leg in the cast. It ain't no way around it. Like see, I mean, if you, you see know. them simping, break them down. Stay break up. them down. The you're boy. supposed to do that. That's what you're supposed to do to a simp. If they display themselves as being a simp, man, get them, girl. That's man. why I think, you know, when I hear a lot of older women, them hoes be winning. Y'all just mad that your poetry yeah. ain't there no and more. It didn't pay off. <laughs> your window closed. That window of opportunity, <laughs> Z. And, and I just think that a lot of times in, in a lot of situations, it's never going to, it's seldom going to be 50-50. Somebody's going to win. Somebody's going to mm-hmm. lose. Let's talk about this. Jay-Z with the 444 or 444, however you want to say it, right? So he comes out, he kills the internet, and then he was exclusive to title for the first week and then parlays it into a deal with Apple. Now it's available on Apple, right? But if you look at how he did it with Kanye, Kanye had to wait like a month to put his stuff on Apple, if I'm correct, right? Who, who what do you think about that? And, and, and like, did he kind of play Kanye? Did Kanye play himself? Like, what are your thoughts on that? Did he kind of simp him out? Well, I feel like that's the difference between the worker and the boss. Mm-hmm. The boss makes boss moves. The right. boss do what he want to do. Right. And uh, that's, a, that's a symbol of uh, business, being a, a more acute or astute businessman. Mm-hmm. And Jay just exercises business mentality. And obviously, Jay must have the better business mentality because he's worth more. Yeah. So he figured it out. Yeah. Maybe that wasn't on Ye's mind at the time. Right. You know what I'm saying? But Ye, he, he did bring a lot of uh, fans and customers to the title. True so indeed. So maybe that was just a chess move from the boss. Millions. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's real. Good. That's real. Man, it's perspective For those of y'all that don't know, y'all tuned into this and the third on Urban Broadcast Media, man, starring yours truly, Calvin Leroy King the third, and the lovely Miss Reese PC, the one and only. And tonight we have a, a dope guest in the building, man, and I'm just meeting him for the first time, and I'm late meeting him, but uh, Reese, <laughs> thank you for bringing his brother in with the isms. He's, he's GLC. Most of y'all pr- pretty much know him from his work with Ye early on in his career and he has some dope things uh, coming out that we talked about a little bit earlier we'll revisit in a moment and we're on the topic of entertainment and we want to talk about we were talking about 444 and was anybody surprised by the way in which Jay kind of marketed this you know he took over uh, what was the iHeartRadio pretty yeah. much took over all terrestrial radio the day his album released uh, had it exclusively on title. He got. Have y'all seen the footprint videos? Like the breaking down. No, of I've the been different? hurt. I've been hearing about it. Those are kind of deep, G. Really. The one about the um the OJ the story of OJ. Yeah. Or yeah. He kind of breaks it down, G, and just how somebody like OJ, who is one of us, yeah. can get to a point where it's like, I'm not black. I'm OJ. Yeah. And like, okay. Okay. I, I, right. Stay when tuned. I, when I heard that song. I was like, yo, Jay-Z watched that ESPN OJ documentary oh, yeah. and turned it into a song. Yeah. And I think that was very clever. The same thing he did with American Gangsters movie. It was very clever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because Later, man. He, he got analytical mm-hmm. and he just 
put it to some really dope beats yeah. by the legendary Chicago Zone No ID. Straight up. And, he killed that. No man, ID, boy. Yeah, they just made magic. They took rap back to boom bap. Yeah. Because you have a lot of older rappers, and not just older rappers, but older uh, fans of hip-hop who they talk down on what the youth is doing. My thing is, as opposed to talking down on it, if you don't like it, just don't listen to it. Yeah. Find something else to listen to. There's a lot of options out there. There's a lot of music. It's a new song. A thousand new songs come out a day. Right. Maybe more than that. Probably. Social media and SoundCloud. Just find something different. Yeah, because it's not bad. It's just, it's what they like. We like something different. They like something different. Yeah, because I don't want to rain on their parade because I was the youth before. And I listened to music that I made back then. I was talking about shooting and killing black people too. (laughs) I just thought it was cool. I wasn't really wanting to go do do it, But it sounds cool because that's what I was influenced by. Right. But my thing is, I feel like genocide is horrible. I, I'm not with it at all. And I understand uh, hypnosis. I understand that if, if you hear something repetitively, it's yep. a good chance that you're going to begin to repeat it or you're going to begin to want to be it. Right. So when I hear records that influence like using narcotics and things of that nature, because I grew up in a time where you was looked up to by being a seller mm-hmm. and not the user. The distributor right. was the man, yeah. not the user. Yeah. Right. Now it's more geared on being a user. Yeah. Yeah. How much drug can you consume these yeah. days? Yeah, yeah. 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 that's Yeah, that's the only thing that I just can't relate to. Yeah. But when I hear them songs and I'm in a party, I be dancing too. Straight like you that. Know what I'm just so, say no was, was out just when we no, were right. Just say no. <laughs> yeah, we had Nancy Reagan saying Nancy just say Reagan. no, but at the same time, crack hit under her husband. Right, right. right. How the, ironic the is that? The war they, on drugs. They mass were, they incarceration. Were, they mentioned that in um, Spider-Man. They was like, oh, so the same, <laughs> look, they dropping isms in there too. Yeah, yeah. Is that the same people that created this mess are now getting paid to clean it up? And ain't that the American way? That's right. Crazy, I'm going man. to give you something, and then I'm going to put a put a solution out there to get it away from you because it's detrimental to your health and your existence. And I'm going to pay myself or get paid to, to do clean it, it up. Uh-huh. That's crazy. And the way that they clean it up is not actually cleaning it up. At all. It's just putting a bandaid on drugs, it. Money in the comeback. Now, if you're doing drugs, that is not. You shouldn't be considered a criminal for using a substance. That's called an addiction. Right. You should be put in a rehab. Right. Not in prison. Right. They lock you up for being addicted to something. That's a mental health issue being right. addicted to something. Not a crime. Right. And right now you can go online and buy brothers and sisters for thirty dollars a share through wow. the CCA. Corrections Corporation of America. You can go online on E-Trade and buy stocks in that right now. Damn. And that's based upon population. As right. long as the population is 90% or higher, the stock rises every day. Damn. So, oh so, so it's just like Malcolm X. He said a long time ago, the oppressor will sell you liquor and then lock you up for being for drunk. Being drunk. Yeah. yeah, that's Come on, true. Man. That's backwards, man. That's but that's true. the game. You Y'all do, better stay woke. You do quote Malcolm X a lot. And I I think when I was growing up watching Malcolm X, mm-hmm. he was he was taught to us as being so militant, right? Mm-hmm. But then the older you get and you realize, no, that nigga very just didn't take man. no shit. Very sensible. You very, just very can't assertive. sell yeah, him very anything. Assertive, you can't piss on him and call him rain. Nah. Absolutely. You know what I mean? He's so, not going. Oh, straight like that. I just, I just begin to relate more to Malcolm X. So when you be throwing them quotes, I'd be like, yes. Yeah. Oh, All right. Thank so, you so much. <laughs> Power to the people. Each one, reach one, and yeah. and and we know. So now, now we know GLC's perspective on, you know, what I'm saying, uh, 444. What are some of the other celebrities saying about? 
uh, Jay's power moves. You know what I'm saying? I heard Nas was at Denmark, South Carolina. He seems to like it, right? Yeah. yeah. What, what about, uh, did you hear 50? He said it sounded like golf course rap. <laughs> yeah. 50 just a character. 50 just going to say a little Boosie too. 50, what what Boosie say? say? Yeah, I know he said about the money, the money phone. <laughs> What else he say? No, Lil Boosie was just like, man, he from the South. He ain't gonna never stop putting money to his ear. Straight like that. He said that's just what he like to do. Right. He said this is what it is. I think that was one of the coldest lies ever when he said, for all y'all putting money to your ear, there's a disconnect. We don't call call that money money over here. That was one of the realest lines of that all time. That goes hard, Z. Yeah. That goes and, hard. And then it makes me think about Chameleon there, who said that he saw a lot of rich people in hip-hop, in the music business. Yeah. But when he went over to the tech industry, he saw wealthy yeah. every day. Yeah. yeah. And they just sold their company for a half a billion to Disney. Mm. Dude is like worth maybe like a hundred million or better. Who now. that? Chameleon there. No. Mr. Riding Dirty. Yeah. 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 Catch me riding dirty. That dude is holding, man. He got smart. You know, he is smart. Yeah. He's a Him venture captain. He's a low key smart. Dude. Yeah. I didn't know he was in tech, though. Oh, yeah. Okay. Silicon Valley. You know, a lot of blacks are going into the tech world. Thank you. Power yeah. to the people. Thank I, you. I agree. Man. I agree. All right, so we're going to keep with entertainment. For those of y'all that just tuned in, this again is This and the Third, brought to you by Urban Broadcast Media each and every Friday night, starring yours truly, Cavalry Roy King the Third, and the lovely co hosts with the most, Miss Reese PC, the one and only. And we got our special guest in the building tonight, Mr. GLC himself. And shout out to my shooter, Debo. Shout out to my baby girl, Queen Callie, on my lap. All right? <laughs> and as I the entertainment, I mentioned 50 Cent's response to Jay Z's new album. Y'all keep up with power. Love Y'all power. watch Power? I right. love power. So Reese's not the biggest fan. Right, She's more of an not. empire. She likes Ooh, empire. You know I'm, I'm like playing. I'm playing. <laughs> I'm talking about the carpet. Uh-huh. But, okay. Uh, <laughs> nah, so uh, we always do the little uh, this, week on, um, this week on Power. Let me ask you this. I saw this thread that was talking about the top characters that they hate on Power. You know, and just mean that they obviously don't rock with them. Who are your favorite characters on Power since you do watch? Man, Ghost, of course. Ghost. Um, okay. Uh, Tommy. Tommy's the man. Lala be looking real sexy. Lala is single, sexy, and free on Did that show. Did you see those dude. bathing suit pics she got on Instagram? No, but I, I saw, saw her the, getting saw piped old, down on oh, power yeah, yeah, yeah. by Tommy yeah, Boy. Yeah, yeah. Puerto Rico! Jeezy! Jeezy! I, I, I saw the recent... Uh, bikini pics of Lala and I was I'm very look proud of her. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I got very, very proud of her. Yeah. Right. I got my baby this weekend, yeah. but I'm going to look Monday. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to look Monday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was very proud of her. I think that was a phenomenal thing she did for herself. And a lot of times people... So are they no longer together at all or is she just on a break or what's their status? Man, in all honesty, I, I'm not there. Yeah. I do not know, but what I do know right. is... Uh, they, somebody posted the old pictures of Lala Like before she got the work done And then the new pictures oh, And, and they were trying to go in on her There's been work? But but see this is the thing I didn't know that. You got a lot of people talking about Oh man these girls getting this work and this and that But my thing is If you got a Spongebob Bob demonstration <laughs> And you know you just ain't with the exercise And this and that You got the right to do you it You got to do something If you want to do it You, you got, got the right to do, to do it You know and for a heterosexual male, when you look at a woman that got some work done, you might look at it like, wow, that's beautiful. But me personally, I like the natural thing oh, yeah. the best. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I don't knock nobody for the decisions right. that they make. Right. If Jiggles. you got to go Flap ahead. to the front. Straight like that. Yeah. So also in the entertainment, man, have y'all seen Defiant Ones? Now, this is the new HBO special about Jimmy Iovine and Dr. Dre. I haven't. The power move that they made with beats. Now, it's very interesting to me because when you see the story, it kind of it kind of starts off and has that feel of a man. This is how they parlayed the beats by Dre move. And that's the biggest thing that they've done. 
But really, it starts at the end, and then the the four episodes chronicle how they started off respectively in New York mm. and uh, Compton, right. how they brought it together, and then how eventually after the whole uh, what was it, Ruthless, and then Interscope, and then uh, uh, Death Row, and then Aftermath. And Dre had two flop albums, right. and then found Eminem, and then 50, and then Game, and then all that, and then Beats. So it's like, man, they portfolio of working together was deeper than rap, and then they parlayed it into a dope move with Apple. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But it was, it, was, it was just inspirational because it was showing how they effectively marketed those headphones to the point that they became a part of the culture. Yeah. And how they really did some things that really changed the game in terms of, I didn't know that the um, Olympics banned, if it wasn't officially something that had to do with your country, they was like, you can't rock it. So they came out with beats that had the flags incorporated right. into them in the Olympics just to, you know, get out just there. Just to get there. But, but if you think about beats, like that is kind of the staple for headphones, headphones as, as it pertains to the culture. You know what I'm saying? And uh, just the way that they parlayed that. But then learning about Jimmy Iovine, you always hear the name. At least I do. I'm not up on hip hop like Man, that. that. Yeah. And this dude worked with everybody from um, Bono to Bruce Springsteen to Nine Inch Nails. He, he discovered, not discovered, but signed Marilyn Manson. You were telling uh, me. You was telling me you don't remember that, but Rico Suave, like that was a big one-hit wonder dude. Yeah. <laughs> First dude ever signed the Interscope, yeah. and then they brought on um, uh, Dr. Dre. You know, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So. I don't know, yeah. just a dope joint. It's exclusively on HBO. So y'all check that out, Defiant Ones. Damn, Lala. <laughs> Lala, let me. I, Shout I'll be, out I'll to be our back. shooter yeah. <laughs> for finding the pictures. Yeah, she looked good. And you know what? Even before she had work, because I didn't know she, she had work. She already looked good. But she was still pretty. She was still a pretty girl. So nice. it don't even matter. Did y'all show the people? Yeah, I'm oh. just so proud of Lala, man, because what she did is inspiring for men. Like, if you a creator, like, I'm a creator, so I create based on vibe and energy. So right. if I could be in the midst of beautiful women or see beautiful women, mm -hmm. I might come up with something really cold. Mm -hmm. Like, me and we perform our best in front of beautiful women. Straight like that. So if you could just look at Lala, <laughs> or like, look at her. You she know? amused. Yeah, She's it. amused. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't doing the show without her. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. absolutely. Hang this mic up. Yeah. Hey, I wanted to tell you, though, I like Ro Timmy's character, too. Dre. Ro Timmy's that guy. Dre Power. You, uh, tell me why you like him, because I don't like his character. I like him as a person. Mm -hmm. But well, I don't the, like his character. The reason that I like his character is the fact that I believe it. Not mm. the fact that I'm a fan of right. the way he's moving. Because right. I don't know how he's, is he going to roll with Kanan? Or is he going to roll with Ghost right. in the end? But I believe him. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it, it's not an easy read. Right. I don't know what he's going to do. So yeah, I yeah. think that he's playing that role to a T. Right. And I'm a fan of that. I'm a fan of his acting. I think it's yeah. really dope. I think he is elevating, man. I've been following him. Did you see him in um, Deuces? With Lorenz Tate? I did. So that's, I think, a Netflix exclusive. Okay. Just a little movie, but it's cold. He played a little. Uh, it's him, the Hispanic looking dude from Roll Bounce, I think the movie was. Rick and Gonzalez? I'm not sure his name, but okay. if you. It, it wasn't Roll Bounce. It was another movie. It'll come to me, but he, he's a funny dude. Okay. Uh, Puerto Rican cat and Lorenz Tate. They like, you know, these three go getters. Yeah. And he, he kind of switched up on Lorenz Tate in that movie, too. Yeah. And then I used to see him on. Um, what was it, Boss? Yeah. The the, the Chicago based uh, show on Stars. Yes, sir. But uh, Rotimi is growing and going. I'm I'm not really into his music, but his his acting is dope, right? Yeah. That particular character, Dre. If you were to come home and see your baby girl in the arms of a monster that you thought was dead, 
And this dude is like telling you like, Z, I, out the window she goes if you don't do this, that, and the third. Yeah. Like people forget about that. Like the posts I read, they're like, man, why don't he just, you know, tell Tommy what's up? It's like, dude, this dude will kill your daughter as soon as you tell Tommy what's up. You right. know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody Absolutely. going on that. So I, I, I appreciate you uh, bringing that to light. One of, the, one of the biggest things that I have a, a concern with is that he's being extorted for $45,000 a week by this dude Kanan, though. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a bag, man. Like, where a is week? A week. He pay, he paying them fifteen thousand dollars. Three different people, fifteen thousand dollars a week just to keep you know his name out the dirt. But it is what it is, so, man. So, so what you think about Tyreek? Do you think he should get the belt, the extension cord, yeah. or the ironing boy? What you think? He I, will, I will put it to you like this before we go to this down the third. <laughs> it's, it was summed up like this on the post I was reading. Tyreek is the this generation's Bukin Woodbine. From Jason's lyric yeah. Just when you think He finna get it right He still don't get it right He like can't get right Error and So the fact that he Is one of those kid, One of those characters That you just Oh you wanna strangle him Through the TV I think he's doing a great he, I think he needs the He needs a fist yeah, and ain't and ain't no no material item that's gonna fix that. You gotta still on that dude in his chest. Yes, sir. All right, but his dad in prison, so we'll see if he's gonna do that. All right, so with a little <laughs> bit of time we have left, real quick, we got a game that we play with all of our hosts called This and the Third. The only rules are you gotta answer honestly and from the heart. You ready to play? For sure. All right, Reese, kick it off. Okay, so being from Chicago, what's your favorite thing to do when you're in Chicago? Uh, make a little love. <laughs> Straight like that. You make a little love. All, all right. right, so that's this. Okay, this is that. Uh, <laughs> my question is, what? Advice would you give to an up and coming creator? Apply yourself to supply your wealth, and the only limitations you ever have are those that you place upon yourself. Excuse Can me. we get these quotes? I'm gonna Gee, I'm they gonna all on the live, Z. We're going to copy your homework. We got to write trademark right okay. All right, and this is the third to close us out. Oh, y'all can hear that on Kendrick's uh, Section 80 album on a song called Poe Man's Dream. Okay. It is. Um, so, last question What is one thing on your bucket list that you want to do? Um. I want to be a billionaire. Yeah, I think that's one thing on my bucket list that I want to do. And then once I do that, I got a lot of things that's going to fall up under right. the umbrella. Right, <laughs> right. But that's the umbrella. Yeah, right. yeah it is. That'll be All the right. source. You know well, we, we appreciate the brother GLC for coming through. Let's slow clap him out. You know what I'm saying? All right. All right. All right. One, of our, one of our favorite uh, and, and wisest guests so far on this and the third. We appreciate you stopping through. Everybody else that tuned in on the live and on the app and on the website, we love y'all. Thank y'all. Each and every Friday night at 8 o'clock right here on Urban Broadcast Media. Anytime you miss us, be sure to check out the podcast replay on SoundCloud and or iTunes by searching this, that, and the third with the third spell I-I-I like the Roman numeral three. It's been a pleasure serving as your host. It's been your boy, Calvin Leroy King the third, and my lovely co-hosts with the Moses, Miss Reese PC, the one and only. Peace out, And we are out of here. Check us out next Friday at 8. One love, Chicago. Stay safe. One love. Bye. Peace.